are sold at keg stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Hello everybody, two douchebags in a microphone. This is Mark. And I'm Pop. Alrighty. So, um, anyhow, uh, I got a few things, uh, going on today that I read about. One of them Topher sent to me. I don't know if he wants this officially to be a part of Topher's desk uh, thing that we're coming up with or not. I'll have to ask him. I don't know if he actually wants to write stuff out for me or you know and I read them on the air or if he just throws me a couple of ideas and I run with it. I'm not sure. But the one that um, the one that he pointed out to me, and I think is funnier than hell, is uh, we we'll always point out hypocrisy, right? Whether it be the left or the right, hypocrisy. Uh, one of the biggest hypocritical pieces of crap in the world, in my opinion, and I'm sure many other people, is Ben and Jerry. Ben and Jerry have been soaking up profits for a long time and acting like they're these do-gooders and always have something negative to say about America or the public in America or something. And uh, so... This is no different. July 4th, they tweeted out that um, America needs to give back the land to the Native Americans and be serious about it. Well, several tribes took issue to this because Ben and Jerry's land in Vermont is on their land. So, they issued statements to Ben and Jerry saying, hey, if you're really serious about it, let's start talking. Give your land back. So far, there's not been a response for Ben and Jerry's like you would think because all they are is some fat mouth fucking hippies that sit around um, and smoke pot all day, which there's nothing wrong with, and come up with shit of why America sucks. Well, I'll tell you what, I wish America would get smart and not buy their ice cream. Their ice cream's not that fucking good in my opinion anyhow, and all I, I get tired of hearing about blowhards telling me about how I need to live my life. Well, this is a great example here, Ben and Jerry. Give your fucking land back if you really mean it. And if not, shut your fucking mouth and go away forever. I'm tired of you fucks always saying something. I wish people would get a fucking brain and quit buying their stuff. So, anyhow, I, go ahead. I eat cheap ice cream that tastes just as good as theirs. So. Yeah, their ice cream is ridiculously it's overpriced overrated. and it's overrated, yes. Yeah. And they always have something negative. So, they kind of remind me of... Uh, of American-born Roger Waters. Roger Waters, will stir, he'll sure take money from America. You want to go see a concert, he'll charge you a lot of money to see his concert. But, he'll he'll tell you how bad we are in the same sentence. And there are a lot of other ones like that, too. There's other people, blabbermouth fucking assholes, that can't stand oh. behind their word. So, um, 
Anyhow, indigenous tribes on both sides of the U.S.-Canadian and Canadian border are squabbling over who is entitled to compensation for Ben and Jerry over its Vermont headquarters, which some claim sits on stolen land. Chief Work O'Bornstein of Quebec-based Albignaki Bank Council uh, said that, uh, that Ben and Jerry's is on their land, but coincidentally, there is a uh, different tribe in America, uh, the Nelthagen brand, of uh, the not brand band, uh, of the Albanaki Nation, says it's their land. And both of them are kind of fighting over who Ben and Jerry owns royalties or whatever, however you do it, pay the money or just give the land back or whatever. But both of them are fighting over who was going to get the money from Ben and Jerry because Ben and Jerry are over their mouth and off like they always do and someone finally put them to the test someone that should the people that they're supposedly in air quotations defending well yeah. I, I think it's kind of funny that you haven't heard shit from them about it and you probably won't either because they put their foot in their mouth not only did they tweet that in America but they tweeted it in Canada on, on Canada Day which was uh, a few days prior to the 4th of July. They're both in the same area, you yeah, know. And, yeah, they are. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, so far all you're getting from Ben and Jerry is crickets, kind of like their brain power. So anyhow, Ben and Jerry's, two douchebags and microphones say, fuck you, shut up, and go move uh, to, uh, go move somewhere else, you assholes. If you hate it so bad here and we're so bad, go move somewhere else. But not only do you move somewhere else, you forfeit all the money you made over here because we're so evil. So eat a dick, fuck faces. So, anyhow, that's about all I got to say about them. That came from uh, Topher, and thank you, Topher, if you listen to this. But let's face it, yeah, he's probably got better taste. He doesn't listen to this. (laughs) I'm joking around. (laughs) 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 Um, Anyhow, uh, I loved that when he sent that to me. I was like, aha, this is brilliant. This is exactly what him and I done for quite a while there. Uh, yes, it is. was uh, pointed out hypocrisy. And so, anyhow, um, that was, um, thank you, Topher. Uh, so, I'm trying to get to this uh, deal here. Um, uh, what it is, is um, Farmers Insurance Agency, we all know them, right? Yes. Okay. Well, about a year, year and a half ago, they said that they were going to only be probably primarily doing remote work from here on out so people could do it from home. So, all these people um, did different things. You know, they, they moved out of state because they didn't think they was ever going to have to go to work at the place again. Um, they, um, they, they, they shifted their life around to, um, to accommodate remote work you know some people bought an RV and just like they're uh, tooling around America and they're doing their uh, remote work from wherever you know whether it be a lakeside or oceanside or whatever and then the CEO took and reversed everything uh, about a week ago so anyhow employees at insurance giant farmers group who sold their houses and moved after they were told they would be allowed to remain remote last year are furious over the company's requirement that they return to the office at least three days per week, according to a report. Farmers Group CEO Raul Vargas 
who recently took over the California-based company, reversed his predecessor's policy of allowing most employees to work from home. Vargas about face on remote workers uh, sparked a deluge of angry responses from farmers' employees who uh, took to the firm's internal social media platform and posted messages filled with angry and crying emojis, according to the Wall Street Journal. I sold my house and moved closer to my grandkids, one employee uh, in the claims division wrote on the message board. So sad I have a huge financial decision based on a lie. Uh, this is seemingly a power move that is frankly disgusting, another employee wrote. A former spokesperson told the Post, this is a New York Post, and this is where I get this information from. Emerging yeah. from the pandemic, the farmer's leadership team has decided the organization will move to a hybrid work environment beginning in September. A blended approach, we believe, will allow us to continue offering the flexibility we all value while reaping the benefits of the office environment. And I know what he means by office environment. I think you do too, right? Someone keeping yeah. an eye on you. Because yep. uh, it's been proven pretty much that if no one's keeping an eye on you, you're not keeping an eye on yourself, you know. And uh, and you're not as productive from home. They proved this. I mean, with uh, and also the type of the type of worker has changed over the last few years. Anyhow, um, let's face it: a lot of the boomers, a lot of the Xers, will keep busy whether someone's behind them or not. Now, I don't know if the generations after that, the millennials and the Zoomers and all that, are necessarily that um, self-starting, you know what I mean, or that yeah, uh, that disciplined. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, because I'm dealing with this at work right now. I think we're all, deal- we're all dealing with it at work. Um, the spokesperson, uh, uh, the spokesperson said that employees with a 50-mile radius of a farmer's office will work from their respective office location at least three days a week, per week, uh, three days per week, while having the flexibility to work remotely two days per week. Based on business need and different types of positions, roughly 60% of farmers' employees will be hybrid. The other roles will either be virtual or in office, the spokesperson said. As business conditions such as emerging from the pandemic change, so must business approaches, the company spokesperson said. We are regularly evaluating and adapting our ways of working to align with business needs. To that end, the decision to embrace virtual work at the beginning of the pandemic in March of 2020 was one that made sense at the time. And adopting a hybrid lo- uh, approach in September 23 is what makes sense for our organization now, the company said. And... Um, uh, I'll let you speak here really quick, and I I have some comments about this too. Okay, no, I I think a lot of people in this country would agree with me on this. We kind of foreseen this coming. Mm-hmm. People got with everybody was used to actually showing up at work, and then you got to where you could work from home. Unfortunately, I did not have that opportunity. Same here. And I, everybody perceived, and it lasted so long that everybody's seen it. If people are going to get comfortable, and now they're okay. What do you do after that? People got to go back to work. Yes. And this was questions during the pandemic. A lot of people were asking the new normal. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I I do not agree with I. You need to show up at work. You really do. Very well said, Rob. And uh, yeah. you mentioned something about the young young people. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, my son is 18 years old, just graduated. I just got him a job out where I work, and I am getting so many compliments on him. Where we have other kids his age, we got a guy that's in his 30s that's about ready to lose his job because he don't want to show up. He don't want to, you know, when he is there, he wastes time, you know. And my son's outshining them all. Well, so, yeah, I, I, I see where you were going with that whole thing. Yes. So. And, and I've got a little bit more to add to that. Rob, that was yeah. very well said, and I agree with it 100%, and I don't think I could have said it any better. Okay. Now, what you're talking about was the old CEO of Farmers Insurance speaking when when there was a pandemic going on, right? Yeah. What, what you have is a new guy here reassessing things when he came in. Okay, so to call this guy a liar is a stretch because this guy didn't say it. The other guy said it. Right. This guy came in and took a look at this ball of shit on his uh, on his desk, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to have to change some things around. And God bless him. You know what? He's doing what he has to do to keep the business profitable and going. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah, so I, not only everything that you said, but would like to also add that is we are talking about two different people here. And companies yeah. do change directions regularly depending on need. The ones that yeah, don't are, do. are the ones that do not stay in business. And that's just the way it is. So, on with you. I think that these people, you know, they altered their life and they may be mad, but you know what? Maybe they should have thought about that a little bit better detail before they went through all these problems. Now, yeah, you, you go selling your home during this because you think you're going to live online the rest of your life. That's what I said. It's, this world's gotten lazy. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... Um, yeah, exactly. It has gotten lazy. And another thing is, is like, as for the person that uh, moved uh, closer to their grand grandkids, well, if it's that big of an issue, and, and I understand that, and I appreciate that, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have everybody really, uh, you know, within an easy drive, and we get to see everybody uh, as much as, well, I mean, not, I, you never get to see them as much as you want, but enough, and uh, yeah. nobody feels, you know, left out or nothing, or like they yes. Okay. I totally understand. Yeah, and I know that there's people that their kids move a thousand miles away, and that sucks. They don't get to see the grandkids and all that. I get that. But if it was that big of an issue, maybe they should find a job somewhere around their grandkids are and take that job. That's exactly what was going through my mind. Yeah, I and Farmers Insurance is not responsible for you or that. No. You know, You're the for, one that gave it up. Yes, farmers insurance can suddenly go. Oh golly, you know. Uh, and refusing to come back. Yeah, you know Jeffy down there. He's not near his grandkids. What are we gonna do? Uh, well, you know what? Let Jeffy go do whatever he wants. It's no big deal, man. Nothing else. Maybe transferring to that office. Yeah, or, or something. You know, if Jeffy Look or whoever or Johnny or whatever felt that strongly about it. You can find ways around stuff. You can do things. There are options in America to where you can do so, including taking another job. Yes, you can. So, 
Anyhow, um, I'm I'm glad we uh, I'm a glad I'm glad we agree on that. And uh, Rob, you yeah. said that very well, and thank you. That was a really good response for me, just throwing it at you, because this is kind of an impromptu podcast. It's supposed to happen a few hours later in the day, but I got I got a thrown a curveball at work, and uh, anyhow, I have to be in there at much different hours, so I have to shift everything, and Rob was yeah, good I, enough. And I woke up at 4, was at work at 6 a.m., and got off at 11, and he called me at 2.30. Yeah. It was supposed to be later in the afternoon. So everybody, that's, we're, we're, it's that's dedication. Be a good one, it's yes, be a it good is. One, that is dedication. It's going to be a really good one, because guess what I got in my greedy little mitts? Uh-oh. A new Dear Douchebag letter. It's been a lot. Is it Gonza? No, it's not Gonza. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do about Gonza. I'm flabbergasted. I never <laughs> thought that someone would send you an ass-up face pic like I requested. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 I started to have to ghost him. <laughs> I, I've been having to go well I've been busy too so but yeah well I'm kind of jealous I'm kind of jealous I've been doing this longer and I have not had a stalker yet you've already <laughs> you already got a stalker shit because <laughs> you invited him I, and I invited him and he's still like nah nah I don't want that Mark guy I'm gonna, I'm gonna show Rob my <laughs> asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so so you had to ghost him huh yeah, well, uh, I just, I just been putting him off. I, I, I'll get hold of him later. So, you know. <laughs> that still kills me. I can't believe that that one. <laughs> I can't believe somebody actually did this. Oh, I, I can't. Really can't. I, I, I can't either. It still, it still gets me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, how many pictures has he sold? Has he sent you? Not sold. Uh, no, 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 no money involved. No uh, money yeah, involved. no money involved. I'm sorry. Uh, straight up, straight up. No, yeah. that, that was that was Mark's wording. If you listen, uh, yes, and that was an accident too. So, which, yeah, which is habit. <laughs> yeah, I, I said but, sold accidentally because this guitar that I've been looking at was just sold, and it just popped oh, up on the screen. Yeah, oh, damn, yeah. sorry, wasn't in the cards. So. Sorry. Yeah, it, it's all right. It's okay. Um, I I didn't want to drive halfway to St. Louis to get the son bitch anyhow. So, it, uh. yeah. Anyhow, it's okay. Uh, there'll be another one coming along, but I'll I'll have to show you a picture of it when I get a chance. I'll have to snap a picture of it and then send it to you. Boy, this yeah, thing do is that, beautiful. Do that. Oh, this thing is beautiful. Well, let's get the letter. Oh, okay. Letter. All right, dear douchebags. Oh, hang on, hang on. Well, hang on. Let's do our pause so I can actually put in the damn uh, the damn liner that I came up with it. So we'll gotcha, be right back, gotcha. everybody. Gotcha. Two douchebags and a microphone. The number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You are just like a cloud. It's a beautiful day when you disappear. Dear Abby, not quite. You have questions, we have answers. They're not very good answers, but we have them. Okay, all right, two douchebags on our microphone on Mark. I'm up. All righty, well, as promised, 
I got a Dear Douchebag letter right here. Alright. Dear Douchebags, I have a very unique problem. My boss uh, spits a lot when he talks, and he is a close talker. He is very good to me, so I do not want to piss him off. Any ideas on what I could possibly do to stop getting a shower every time he's near? Signed, All Wet and Will Met. <laughs> oh, wow! Another great, another great name. I know where that's at. Uh, it's up near <laughs> Chicago. Oh, is there a Will Met, Missouri, or, or, or you been through the one Chicago? No, I'm by Chicago, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if there was a Wilmette, Missouri. There probably is. No, no, I, no. I've been. I, I, I went to Wilmette, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chicago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Up, uh, I believe it's the North Shore, isn't it? Up there. But yeah, I, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, our uh, crack staff, and um, let's see. I think we determined like it was like cracks now, like old bones. And it wasn't even Plumber's Crack or the original, you know, the Crack. Uh, that, that, that was the last one I heard. Yeah, yeah. It's like our Crack staff, the, you know, Old Bones Cracks, not the yeah. uh, not the Plumber's Crack or the uh, Crack drug. Um, our Crack staff has came that, up with an that answer. That would never be. That would never be. No, no. So, here we got. All right. Dear Old Wet and Will Met, I have a couple of possible helpful tips. I really hope they work for you. One, if you're female, you can always pretend to become Muslim and wear a complete hijab headdress. Just remember to have spare ones in your office desk. That way, when he showers one of them, you can go put on a dry one and not have to walk around with his uh, spit all over your uh, all over your cloth, all over your cloth. Now, to me, that's a little extreme, but I mean, I guess if it works, it works, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Two. You can suddenly become very athletic, and when he comes to talk to you, you start stepping all around and look at your Fitbit. If he says anything, tell him you're listening, but your doctor ordered you to be more active, and you're trying your best. So, you know, that, there's nothing you can do about that, and it wouldn't be too suspicious to be like, look, man, my doctor said that I need to keep in shape, that, you know, I have a lot of issues running in my family, so, so every time he comes around, you start dancing around and don't let him near you. So, number three, if you, haul, if, if you have a set, small set of stairs at your office, when he comes to talk to you, make sure you're on the top stair, therefore his saliva hits you in the clothing and not in your face. I think that's pretty, so far I think we have some pretty sound advice, right? That's the best I could think of. Yeah, nothing too crazy. I mean, what do you do with something like this? I mean, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and finally... My last and best suggestion is go to Amazon.com, order a, order a personal neck fan, the one that wraps around your neck. The fan should aim close enough to blow any unwanted spit straight back at him. There you go. Best of luck. Thanks for trusting us with your problems. And I mean, really, if you listen to us on anything, best of luck. For real. Because that's what you're yeah. going to need. Good. Although, I think our crack staff was pretty good on this one. Oh, they were very, yeah. Yeah, they came up with some solutions that may not get you fired or even looked at weird. Right. I mean, you, you could always go under COVID stuff and wear the mask again. That's another one. Our if, crack staff did not really pick up on that. To. Yeah. Yeah, and also you could wear, like, uh, sunglasses, too, and say that you have some sort of an eye problem. 
that you yeah. can't get bright lights there make everything go. blurry because uh, before I had my LASIK I had that problem and uh, then I had the LASIK surgery and now I don't have to like uh, um, pretty much need sunglasses inside so yeah, yeah there's all different kinds of stuff you can do but I was always an advocate of uh, like um, every time he comes over to like spit in your face tell him you already had your shower and to uh, speak from a distance yeah see me I spit back that just be me <laughs> Daffy Duckin <laughs> you Daffy Duckin wouldn't you yeah, that was, that's how, well that is my nickname oh it is that's right yes, does anyone is. ever call you Duck anymore a lot of people I, I have grandkids that call me Pawpaw Duck <laughs> Now, okay, refresh hey, me. Uh, I've got it tattooed on my arm. Come on, Mark. Okay, um, I got I got a question. All right, yeah. I don't remember how that name originated. How did it originate? Okay, back when I was like 12, 13 years old. Okay, if if you remember the eighties, there was a song that came up, and it hit the top forty. It was called Macho Duck. Uh, as opposed a, to Disco it, Duck in the late 70s. It was a parody. Well, yeah. Yeah, there was Disco Duck, but there was Macho Duck, which Macho Duck was a parody of Macho Man by the Village People. <laughs> Macho okay. Macho well, it Duck. hit the top 40. Well, I always thought I was hot shit on my bike. You know, I was always, you know, I did everything. Uh-huh. Well, one day I put, I mean, I, this, this, this for real. I put a hundred pounds of air in a bicycle tire. Uh-huh. 20-inch bicycle tire. Okay. And I rode it up the road, rode it back down the road, stopped, was sitting on it, talking to my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And... All of a sudden, that tire just blew. <laughs> and my dad and his buddy were standing in the driveway across the street. Uh-huh. And that, that was the moment he came up with the nickname. He came up with Macho Duck. That's funny. Because that was a song. Because I thought I was Macho. You know. Cool. And Duck stuck with me over the years. Yeah, because when uh, ever that? since I first met you, I remember you said you just call me Duck, and yeah. everyone just automatically started calling you Duck. It's on my Facebook. Yeah, I mean, even my grandkids call me Paul Paul Duck. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Cool. So, oh, good. Awesome. Um, uh, I got a uh, question. Yeah. You ever heard of bed rotting? Bed rotting. Bed rotting. No, but I have a six-month-old golden lab that's eating my box brain. Is that close enough? Um, yeah. Wow, it's eating your box <laughs> brain? Seriously, I'm starting to worry about falling through my box brain in the middle of the night. Can't you stop him from we're, eating it? We, we, no, we need... I'm, we're, I'm looking into a trainer. Okay. So, yeah, it... Oh, you... I'll, I'll send you a picture of my couch after a while. Um, actually, while me and my son were at work. Oh, it's great, yeah. 
Uh, Labradors will do that when I first got my very first lab when I was on my own, not as a child. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I left her alone a little bit too long, and uh, she chewed up the whole living room because they get nervous. Oh, dude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, bed rotting is a new uh, trend with uh, the Zs, the Zoomers, the Gen Zs. This is from CNN. After working another weekend shift, Dr. Jessica Gold returned home feeling burnout and succumbed to her urge to watch TV and sleep most of the day. As Jen, would, as Jen Z would say, she was bed rotting. Gold is one of the many TikTok users who weighed in on the latest viral self-care term, in which users post videos of themselves tucked under layers of blankets, oftentimes with a phone or snack in hand. The phrase describes staying in bed all day by choice, therefore uh, rotting there, according to Gold, an assistant professor of psychiatry at Washington University School and of medicine in St. Louis. I think it is okay to do if you need it, she said, but I have to let myself do it, as long as you understand why you're doing it and turn to other coping skills as well. Bed rotting is similar to having a lazy day, but it's more of an immobile term with less activity, Gold said. During a lazy day, you can still engage in activities that you find fun and relaxing while possibly spending time with friends and family, she said. Um, okay, so it sounds to me like mentally and physically worn out. So this is what they do, and then they post it on TikTok. Is is they're like, hey, I'm gonna bed rot for a little bit. So don't look for me. Look for me, you know, uh, lying in a, underneath a bunch of blankets on TikTok. Okay. Well, I I, under, I understand that. I mean, I, I see this. I, I I know a few people that do this. I am not one of them people. I am not either, and I never have been. But yeah, I mean, I, I see where they come, where they're coming from with that. Well, um, I mean, it's kind of like you know, um, I, you know, we used to say something like, "Man, keep your head low today." You know, don't you know, just fucking keep your head down, just kind of bear through it. Well, they don't, they don't bear through it anymore. They, they go lay down. Everybody has their own way to relax. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'm looking at it. Everybody has their own way to relax. Yes. To me, sitting here doing this is relaxing to me. Yeah, me too. It really is. Me too. I enjoy it. From my daily, from my daily adulting, this is relaxing to me. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, it's kind of a getaway and escape. It's our art. You know, everyone has different forms of art. Some people paint. Yeah. You know, some people play chess. Whatever. I mean, you know. Some people crochet. Some, you yeah. know, whatever. That's what we're doing. We're doing verbal crocheting. That's what we're doing. Yeah. 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 There you go. That's, hey, that, that could be. Hey, Rob. Of... Look at this hat I'm making you. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> 
the urge to rot in bed all day, especially as it happens more and more, is likely about something more than just catching up on sleep or needing a day to do nothing, but avoiding the feeling, stress, and pain of being awake, she said. The sort of behavior, this is Dr. Gold again, the sort of behavior has been linked to symptoms of depression and anxiety, among other mental health illnesses, Gold added. Um, there's also their concern about sleep hygiene. And I learned about he, uh, sleep hygiene before when I had some insomnia. And this is when I worked at the old place where one of the dickheads that they put in charge of me, uh, I mean, they're both psychopaths, but the, the second one was even more of a psychopath as much as it pains me to say because you never knew what kind of bullshit shit he was going to pull day to day. And I, I developed um, some insomnia because I knew I had to go in there and deal with that stupid motherfucker all day long. And, uh, and uh, so I learned about sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene is where you have to uh, take care of yourself before you go to sleep. You know, take a nice warm yeah. shower. Uh, yeah. Set the temperature. I like my uh, bedroom cool, really cool. So, you know, whatever it takes, whether it's windows open or turn the AC down on, when your vent's full open, a fan blowing on you, whatever. Um, uh, you know, you have to do all these things. And then what it is is your body gets accustomed to it. So every time you go in there and you have all these things just right, your body is like, okay, I'm ready to sleep now because this is what we do when you... You know, you turn down the lights, you turn the fan on, you know, uh, high, the, uh, their temperature's low, you know. Um, you're, I just took a warm shower. Zone. Yes. You're in your zone. Yeah, that would be a good way of putting it. So, uh, that's what they're talking about, sleep hygiene, and they say if you screw it up, it's really hard to be able to get back to bed and have a regular bedtime. I understand that. Yeah. I do. Well, I do too, and um, I think it's a good idea to um, to do that. I mean, I, I don't do it as much now because my work hours have changed, and I don't work with a couple of psychopaths like I used to, so, you know. Yeah, see, and I'm on a set schedule, so. Yeah. Yours varies. Yes, it does, and I like that now. I didn't use, well, except tonight, having to go in at 12.15. In the morning's oh, not good, God. but um. Hey, for just so you know, for like two years, I worked midnight to eight. I've done that too. Which, which totally screwed me up because I've always been a day person. Oh, I um. You know, but I was making good money working for a decent company, so. Yeah, that. Yeah, I understand that. Um. <coughs> Um, uh, yeah, you know what? At some point in our life, I think everybody has to do some different things like that. And and I yeah. was glad that I did take the uh, the graveyard shift because I I knew that I didn't want to do that ever again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I went back to days. I mean, that, that's who I, I am. You yeah, know. So. Hey, did you know that there's a new Missouri driving law coming out? Nah. What is it? Uh, it requires hands-free phone use, no texting, videos, or social media. The law goes into effect August 28th. Mm-hmm. Penalties are delayed until January 2025, though. 
Yeah, that's a little bit late on that, but okay, well. Yeah, but but at least they're going to start pulling people over for it, which I think has been a long time coming myself. Yeah, I, I, um, I agree, because every day I dodge some idiot looking at their phone, and they have no idea they almost killed me. Fucking drives yeah. you nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you honk and flip them off, they look at you like, well, what would I do? And it's like, you wouldn't know what I did, asshole. Because you were too busy looking at your phone to tell me what I was doing. You don't know what lane I was in. I could have been upside down, fucking naked, hanging from the roof. You wouldn't know because you're too busy to uh, make room to uh, drive because you're so busy in your stupid conversation, probably about Taylor Swift. No, please don't even mention that name to me. Okay, sorry. I no, no. <laughs> I don't. No. Well, yeah. I never will. Okay, no, Just I saying. don't blame you. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, don't blame me. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back, where um, I have um, who has the hairiest asshole, and I have people pitted up against each other. Okay. I well, do. all right. Well, this is uh, pe- famous people. Well, I guess we're famous, too. Two douchebags and well, a microphone. I have a story behind that one. Okay. Uh- Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? What the fuck is wrong with these guys? Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Lay every empty parking space you see in the distance actually contain a motorcycle. If a 10-pound bag of shit could talk, this is what it would sound like. Two Shirley Temples and a bottle of scotch will be right back. Alright, two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright, so uh, as we were talking about before the break, we're talking about um, Harry's asshole offs. So we're going to put up two people against each other, and we're going to decide on air who has a hairier asshole. So you had a story to accommodate that, Rob? Uh, no, no. Let, you said you had celebrities. Let's do celebrities first. Okay. All right. My first one is King Charles versus Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Pelosi, 100%. I think King Charles is so anal in air quotations that he would have someone pluck his asshole every day. He don't, he don't look very hairy from the pictures I see. No. Nancy does. Yeah, Pelosi, she's Italian. Italian women can get a little hairy, too. So. Well, there was that deal at the, uh, what was it, the hair salon? Somebody tried attacking her or something? I, I can't remember what it was. Um, let's see. Someone attacked. Someone attacked her husband at home. Uh, no, I was no, no, that. There was something at a hair salon or something. Oh wow! I, 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 I'll, I'll go back and look into that. It, it, yeah, this was like a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Look that up, and then we'll revisit it on the next podcast. But go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we both she's still got my vote. She's got my vote too. Uh, For the first time ever. Matter of fact, when I wrote these out, I already made up my mind Pelosi won that one hands down. I think that she has an asshole comb. 
I think I, I think she parts it in the middle. I think she breaks it. <laughs> How about dreads? <laughs> Whatever. Braid dreads, yeah, it's something. Okay, this next one's a little harder, but I enjoy it because I, it's people in the same field. So, Vince Neil versus Dave Mustaine. I'm going. I'm going Dave. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Vince. You you think Vince is hairier than Dave? I think his asshole's hairier than Dave Mustaine's. Asshole. Yeah. For no apparent no, reason. No, no, Vince is a pretty boy. You know he shaves that shit. Okay. I give it to Dave. All right. You know what? And Dave Mustaine, he'd take a big hairy shit and probably just be like, man. Yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Cool boy, man. Come okay. on. Do you think, like, Dave Mustaine gets all of his, uh, all the shit off his ass hair? Do you think he has so much ass hair that it has to, like, flake off? I, I'm guessing it flakes. Me too. <laughs> all right, you won that one. Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine won the asshole air off between him and Vince. Only because Vince is a pretty boy. Yeah, you know, I get that it. Shade. All right. The next one: Guy Fieri versus Emerald Lagasse. Now, oh, Guy, Guy Fieri yeah. is Italian, and they traditionally can get pretty hairy. Yeah. Emeril Lagasse. Oh, I think he's Italian too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, okay. he is. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Emeril because I think he's a little bit older and he doesn't really care about his asshole hair. Actually, I was going to go Emeril myself too. His guy's more on TV and more... Yeah, and he, he takes time to dye his hair blonde. Yeah. And he also, he dyes his hair blonde, too, which would indicate to me, like, maybe he would want the carpet uh, the carpet to match the drapes kind of deal. Oh, exactly. Yes. Yeah, you think so, too? Yeah. Emerald. Emerald all the way. Okay, this next one's a little bit weird. Reggie Miller versus Larry Bird. I'm going to go with Larry Bird. I think he has thick, blonde ass hair. Yeah, yeah. I think i got to agree with you on that one. Okay. The, the, the curly one. The yes. curly. Curly blonde ones hanging out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I Those think he has that... Uh, yeah, just like his hair. Yeah, I think he also has that 1970s pube patch down there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Okay. And then finally, the last but not least, because I didn't write out too many of these, I didn't know how it was going to sound. So this is right. a preliminary one. Um, so this is um, this is the very first one of Ass Hair Wars. So Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins. Aaron. 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 He's the one doing shrooms. He's doing the hippie shit. <laughs> okay. Aaron. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Kurt's on this new Netflix thing. No. <laughs> it's Aaron. <laughs> okay. I like that. 
Okay, Aaron, it is. <laughs> now, Aaron's dark-headed. Does he have, like, the black curly ones fucking popping out everywhere? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a Mahomes fan. <laughs> yeah, yep. And I'm betting Mahomes doesn't have any. And my ex was the Aaron fan, so, no. Uh, okay, okay. Well, Aaron has, uh, yeah, okay. All right, Aaron Rodgers. We believe you have more ass hair. Than he gives my vote for the first time ever. <laughs> and me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this this new segment might go somewhere. It's growing some yeah, legs. Right. It might. It's growing right before us. Ass hair wars. Um, okay, I got one for you. Who has a hairier asshole for the, from the um, first? Um, the original two douchebags in a microphone, me or Topher? I've never seen Topher. I've seen you. You. Okay. All right. I, all right. I bet. I bet you I do too. But I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to request that Topher calls in sometime and defends his ass hairs, however he wants. Uh, yes. To. Yes, he's gonna have to. Yes. Now, now, now Topher, this is my challenge. You got to defend your ass hairs. Now, who has a hairy ass between you and me? Oh, you do. I I've had a DJ ask me to get off his DJ stand to what? get my hairy ass out of his DJ stand. <laughs> out of space was his exact word. <laughs> All right then. You I, no no no. Uh, I. Senior Peppers out um, in Overland Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the college bar. It was a college bar back in the nineties. I, I I'm familiar with who you're talking about. Yeah. I now, got invited out there one night. Now it now it's Senior Frogs. Huh? Now it's Senior Frogs. Oh, yeah, 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 it was Senior Frogs, that's it. Oh, it was, oh, it never was Senior Peppers? Oh, no, it was Senior Frogs, you're right, you're right. Okay, You're right, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No, this was back in the 90s, so it's been a long time. I'm trying to remember names and stuff. Uh, But, no, this friend of mine invited me to a bachelorette party out there. Uh Uh-huh. And... I said, okay, I'll go. Well, then another friend of hers called me. He said, hey, can you get your hands on a G-string? I said, I don't know why. She goes, can you strip at her bachelorette party? I said, I think it's senior frog. She goes, yeah, I know. Well, I happened to know a buddy that was a stripper, male stripper. He had a G-string. I took it home and washed it thoroughly. Uh-huh. Went to his bachelorette party. Ended up standing on the DJ stand. And the DJ saying on the over, and I'm dancing, just having a... Girls coming up putting dollars in my G-string. All right, know. now we're talking. Yeah, I was having a good time, man. And, yeah, I've gotten hairier last time you see me. <laughs> but, yeah, 
Yeah, it was a good Very story. happy for yeah, you. He, he, he asked me to get my hairy ass out of his face over the microphone. <laughs> Great job, Rob. Great job. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, I'm. I like that segment. I think we bring it back. Um, you know, you can write. You can write your uh, um, your head-to-head challenges like me. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, in a couple of podcasts, let's both have our head-to-head ass off. Well, uh, what I'm saying is, is we have a, a, an ass off, as in you pit two people against each other on the ass off, and then we can like, uh, and I'll have mine, and then we can have the winner of each one face each other, and we decide on air who wins the hairy ass off. Okay. Yeah. We can do this because you know why the beauty and about a podcast pit, is we, you can turn it off. And we pick, and we pick anybody we want. Yes, doesn't matter. Everything is game. Everything is game, including Sasquatch. Yes. <laughs> now Sasquatch might win. No, no, Sasquatch is out. Sasquatch is out. Oh, okay. It, right. It's not proven. So. All right. Um, all right, all right, all okay, right. all right. We we got something going here. Uh, we're playing ball. We're playing ball. All right, Harry Assoff coming up in a couple of podcasts. So everybody, stay tuned for that brilliant. Uh, um, what would you call it? That brilliant bit of. Uh, <laughs> oh well, whatever. What do you expect from? Two guys, or two people called two douchebags in a microphone. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's all in our name, and also you're getting your money's worth. It's free. <laughs> yes, it is. As what me and Topher always said, you're getting your, relax, you're getting your money's worth. It's free. <laughs> so, anyhow, oh, um, you know when I was in Eureka Springs uh, last weekend, right? Yeah. Um, I did happen to go by the uh, Black Oak Amphitheater, right? In Lampy. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, awesome. Did you know that August 5th at Black Oak Amphitheater in Lampy, Missouri, Tom Kiefer, Cinderella, Winger, and John Karabi are coming to Black Oak Amphitheater? Okay, well, I think I read off the... It was Tom Kiefer and Cinderella. I didn't know about. Yeah. I don't think the other ones were added yet. I don't. I don't. Well, I. I think it was Tom Kiefer and Cinder. I. I have. You can go back and listen. I gave that report. Oh, you did. Okay, but you didn't. Black Oak. Okay, they didn't have the other two ones announced yet, did they, or did they? I just missed it. Maybe. Okay, forget it. I don't. Right. Okay. But I know the last one was not mentioned. Well, it was interesting because they really don't have a whole lot of concerts there right now. Really? Yeah. It, um, it seems like maybe for the rest of the summer they might have five booked at the most. Really? Yeah. Oh, we got concerts everywhere. Down- oh, by the way, there is another concert venue down here I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah? What is it? Uh, it's down on the Bagelman Strip, 
Uh-huh. It's called the Encore. It's a bar slash amphitheater. So, and they get a lot of big names there. Uh, if you're a country fan, Tyler Farr is coming. He sang a song called uh, Redneck Crazy. <laughs> All right. No, it was a good song, man. Uh, okay. Uh, I, hey, I say redneck all the time. It's a term of endearment. I have a lot of redneck friends I love. They're great people. And it's fun, just like Hillbilly. I mean, we call, I mean, people call me Hillbilly because I'm from Missouri. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not a negative term. It's, it's a term of infection. Like, if I see you somewhere, remember, we used to call each other fuckers and assholes because we love each other, not because we yeah. hate each other. People we well, didn't like, we didn't really speak that much about, you know? We came from the outskirts of Kansas City. Yes. So we had country and city. Mm-hmm. And, dude, you were all city. <laughs> you were all city. Yes, you were all city. Oh, I, no, I'm not arguing that because I did. I grew yeah. up, I grew up and, in the yeah, city, yeah. But my, my grandparents had a farm in between Harrisonville and Freeman. Uh-huh. Plus, I lived in Belt. Yeah, so yeah. The, and I, so I had the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's what's making... Yeah, well, as you know, I lived in Cleveland, Missouri, what, 30 years? I lived in Kansas City uh, yeah, a lot. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I lived everywhere, you know. It's a home. Yeah, so, anyhow, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, my mom sold ours. Oh, that sucks. That yeah. property right now is worth a lot. It's worth a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, you're speaking about Bagnell Dam, right, in the new concert venue. Well, I got a story about Bagnell Dam, about how I almost got killed by a bunch of bikers there. I ever tell you this story? Uh, how long ago was it? Oh, shit, this is 20-some years ago. Okay, because, yeah, there was a biker story here like a year or two ago. Oh, I, I, I don't doubt it. That could have been me if I didn't get the fuck out of there. But um, no, it, it was like, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll dig that story up. I'll bring it up on another podcast. Okay, that'll work. Um, uh, we're gonna record tomorrow night or tomorrow. I'll bring it up tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, uh, here's what happened to me. My friend Jenny, that we we kind of saw each other off and on, you know, kind of dated here and there. Never serious, just always kind of like, hey, you're not doing anything, I'm not doing anything type of deal, right? Well, yeah. at the time, I was working four 10-hour days, and um, anyhow, I was getting off that Thursday, and she sends me a text, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, call her up, I go, eh, nothing, I'm getting ready to head home from work. Well, before you head home, why don't you swing by and pick me up, then we'll go by your house on the way out of there, because it's on the way to the lake. And then you can get what you need. And let's go spend the three days you're off at the lake. Hang on, let me call my mom, see if she'll come down and take care of the dogs while I'm gone. Call her back. Okay, all right, I'm on my way. Go down and get her. And uh, we just found some cheap motel there. Well, there's no cheap motels there, but the cheapest one we could get, impromptu deal, you know, um, right there on the strip. So uh, we're starting to drink, and I'm like, hmm, well there's a bunch of bars here. You want to go to a bar or something, see what's going on, see if there's any music or something? Yeah, so we walk up, and there's this biker bar. 
just a couple of a uh, couple of um, spots up from yeah. from the hotel we're at. So yeah, I, I think I know which. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. I think yeah. I think it's still there. So uh, I uh, think it is. Okay, so I, it, it's been a minute or two since I've been over there, but. They, they have a front part, and then they have a back part there, and in the back part's where all the bikers normally go, and the front, yeah. so, and the front part's just like, you know, the people coming in off the road, they don't go back there, they don't want to get caught up in all, any of the bullshit going on back there. And Actually, I think that may be the same place that the story I was talking about happened at. Oh, okay. I, I, I gotta look into it because I don't remember names. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, well, anyhow, I start off, I go in there and I get us a couple of drinks and we're sitting down out front. So, Jenny kept walking back there and she'd be gone for like 10, 15 minutes and she'd come back with a couple of drinks. Alright, I'll be right back. Okay. Then she'd take a couple of sips and I'd be drinking mine. Then she'd come back like 10 minutes later, maybe 15 at the most, with another two or three drinks. I'm like, wow, this is cool. Wow, she's buying. That's great. So this goes on for about an hour and a half. And she's bringing the drinks back. And all of a sudden, this fucking big biker comes around the corner and goes, Who's that guy? And I'm like, Ah, ah, ah. And evidently, she was leading these bikers on, getting free drinks from them, and fucking bringing them to me. And he was not amused. He did not know you were with. Yes. And I had no idea. Dude, so, that sounds like some of the women I've been with in my life. I mean, I, I'm sitting there going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and she goes, uh, it's my brother. And I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 I'm her brother. So he goes, well, then you come over and French kiss me if he's not your brother. Or if he is your brother, he won't care. So she comes over there and kind of kisses him just a little bit to get him off her ass, right? So anyhow, he still pisses out. Well, you owe me some beers, guy. Okay, okay, no problem. So, anyhow, she's back there, and finally she kind of breaks loose from him. And, uh, anyhow, he comes around the corner. He's mad at hell because one of his friends seen her and I uh, uh, kissing on each other previous, right? So he's going to beat my ass. So he comes around the corner, and somebody's wife got into some sort of an altercation back behind there. And, anyhow, someone come around the corner and said, I, I think his name was Jesse or something like that and Jesse Jesse there's a uh, so and so is about ready to throw down with so and so he goes oh shit and he goes you two don't move so I fucking grab her and I go you're fucking running with me right now we ran all the way back at hotel room I locked ourselves in for about three hours made sure that all those fucking bikes were gone out of the front before I came back out dude why didn't you push her in and take off I should have you started this shit that might that might have happened if it went on another minute. I I would have been like, here, you can have her. I already did. You can have her. She's yours. The moment he walked up to me, I would have said, what the fuck? No, I, I was getting ready to cut him a check I'm right there. I'm here with her. We're not brothers. I would have been straight up. There's a. I was caught off guard, and, and there's like ten of them. One of me. Like me on this show, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, anyhow, yeah. So, that was my story about Bagdell Dam and how I almost got killed by a bunch of bikers because a female <laughs> was... Well, it was, the drinks were very appreciated, right? Okay? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, not at the expense of me getting murdered over it. 
Uh, oh, by the way, in the Lake of the Ozark News, live DWI. Okay, hang on, there. hang on, hang on, yeah. hang on. Let's oh. give a space here because I've oh, got that, to... that was on the air? Uh, yes, it was. Hang on, hang on. All this was on the air. Yeah, oh, I'm, okay. I'm telling my stories on air. Uh, you know what? We'll do the promo next time. Go ahead. I got you a promo. I got the voice guy to talk about now the uh, Lake Ozark News with Rob Rand. Okay, we'll, okay, we'll start no, next let's one. Do that next time. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's do that tomorrow. It's, it's a simple one. Okay. Yeah. Just a bunch of DUIs, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Do they still stop you on the water with the blue light? DUIs, drug bus, that's about it. Now, a friend of mine was selling barbecue on, on a, a lake house boat or a lake boat or whatever, a house boat, yeah. I guess. And uh, I guess you can't have blue lights because that's what the cops use on the lake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got pulled over and got a big fucking ticket, and they couldn't have the blue lights anymore. It's like a big ordeal. Yeah, but you can have blue lights on a dock. I wonder what the big deal was. You can't be floating around and have a blue light. But I thought, yeah, because yeah, because your lights are supposed to be red and white. Oh, okay. So it's clear. No, I yeah, yeah the blue, they, blue would represent law enforcement emergency. okay emergency that's what it is like red and blue well, always contended isn't barbecue on the lake an emergency oh always yeah there you are starved you're fucking blasted you're sunburned uh, you, you don't have to be on the lake barbecue is an emergency it is that's what I thought I mean yeah, yeah I would argue that and say, I, hey. I miss home I, I gotta go to Walmart to get uh, Pirelli sauce uh -huh. just to have hometown barbecue. <laughs> well, at least they sell it there now. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, uh, because um, if there wasn't. Other, other than that, it was Casey Masterpiece. Ugh. Hey, I'm sorry, to me that's the most disgusting. Yeah, I, I've never been a big fan. No, it's it's just syrup. All, all it is is molasses. Yeah, yeah, it's it's money, it's money, money. That's it. Hmm. Well, funny, we're doing this podcast, and uh, Topher just sent me another. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and call this Topher's desk. Let's see what he sent me here. Oh, okay. Joe Mixon restructures deal with the Bengals for nine million less over two years. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, because they want a win one. Well, maybe Chris Jones ought to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let me see. Let's see, I'm answering back. Chris Jones needs to Annie up. I think he was stupid. Be sure to never left KC. Oh, it's I... What, Chris Jones never did. Oh, he's still... Oh, yeah, I was thinking... Okay, I was thinking somebody else. If you enjoy two douchebags in a microphone, you'll definitely enjoy a shovel to the head. Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? The fuck is wrong with these guys?
Hey, where did everybody go? We're the douchebags. <laughs> oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.